I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright, and I'm here with the super millennial, David Barreto, giving us the millennial perspective. Welcome back, Big Dave. What's going on? Feeling better? Much, much better. Good, good. Good to have you back. It was very lonely last week. I was a very (laughs) lonely man. So this week, our topic is connection. In today's Health Huddles, we are discussing the higher connection of the body and the vagus nerve. So I know you'll like this one a lot. So connection is defined as a relationship in which a person, thing, or idea is linked or associated with something else. We talk about our body connection. We are discussing the state or energy of the body. And since the body is always in connection to whatever is held in mind, to discuss higher connection to the body, we must first understand the biological essence of the body and how the human operates and functions. You understand that, right? Absolutely. It's not like your body's not functioning. It's functioning, right? Yeah. So... The body is in connection to whatever is held in mind. What is held in mind is determined by who is in control of the cage mind. The cage mind holds our subconscious and conscious mind. The cage mind holds our belief systems, our programs, our memories, and our ego, the programmed identity. All of this is what sets your reality. Now, if the ego has conscious mind control, the nervous system will be in the sympathetic nervous system red zone. This sets the human construct as follows. One, the alarm system activates the sympathetic nervous system red zone. Two, the stress loop connects through the HPA axis. This connects mind to body. Three, the mind identity. The ego has conscious mind control. Conflict is in distortion. It becomes a problem. Four, the body identity, the body supports the mind, state of restriction, base energy, fear is set. And five, the identity base sets the reality in event, judgment, and reaction. In this state, the body's connection is in the lower connection of the red zone energies. And this is when you feel stressed out. Your thoughts on that part, babe? Yeah, I think that's the the, the part that people almost normalized at this point that, you know, when you talk to them, I'm doing fine. But then when you ask about any of these symptoms or how they feel, yeah, I got that. I got that. I got that. But I'm feeling, feeling fine. And, and I, I've said that before, you know, the longer you're in it, the more it becomes normal to you. It's your reality. That's still not normal. <laughs> yep. It's your reality. So now, as we said, the body supports the mind and the mind is set to whoever has conscious mind control, the cage mind. So when we slow down, become mindful, move into awareness, we then switch over the human construct. And one, the recuperation system activates through the parasympathetic nervous system, green zone zone energies. Two, the vagus nerve is activated. This is how the mind and the body connects to the higher connection. Three, mind identity You have conscious mind control, bringing the conflict to resolution through response. For the body identity, the vagus nerve runs from the lower part of the brain through the neck to the chest, calming the heart rate, slowing the breath, 
runs to the stomach, allowing serotonin connection to the brain, creating a state of alert, calm, and focus in the green zone energy. The body supports the mind in a state of expansion, base energy, courage. And five, the identity base sets reality in alignment of the inner to the outer world in event, awareness, and response. See, the higher connection of the body only takes place when the human construct is connected mind and body through the vagus nerve. It's the only time it takes place in higher connection. Mm-hmm. You understand it? You have anything you want to say on that? I, I think the important part, because this was the eye opener for me that, you know, even when most people start getting to their, their health journeys and stuff, nobody teaches this, you know? So I, I want people to be aware about how many functions are actually happening in your body that you're not aware of because we're just taught like your, your pancreas, your insulin, your cholesterol, like things like that, that this is deep rooted and, and all those functions, whether you know it or not. And let's take a closer look. Let's take a closer look at the vagus nerve and some ways that you can actually strengthen its connection. First of all, stress mastery, its steps, practices, lessons, its wellness program has a single objective to stimulate and connect to the vagus nerve. This is all tied to the simple fact. The vagus nerve is what sets higher connection, healing, and expansion. But the vagus nerve cannot be connected when we are stressed out. In fact, if you are stuck in the red zone, you can actually damage the vagus nerve. The other challenge is that this situation cannot be fixed with medication. Whether it's treating heart disease, digestive problems, or anxiety and depression, the treatment to actually fix these conditions lies in the ability to connect the vagus nerve. That is just the truth, people. And the other challenge we have, we face in today's world of this third wave information connection society is the way the human being operates and functions. We cannot stop stress. We cannot stop the way the mind gets programmed as a child through the stages of development. We cannot stop the hierarchy of the brain's operation, and we cannot stop that the body is designed to support what's activated in the mind. And since stress and conflict cannot be stopped, it must be mastered. This is what the Stress Mastery Institute is all about. You can't, you have to understand you're not stopping this. So you have to master it. And this, that all begins with understanding what we're talking about today. Your thoughts, David. Yeah, I think that that's exactly what you said. I think most people, when they start to go down any journey like this, is that they try to stop or eliminate. And that's not the goal. The goal is to be able to master those situations that come up or at least mitigate, you know, the response that happens you know there's uh, as you said all the time you know the cell phone goes off and boom instant reaction that doesn't mean it has to ruin your whole day it doesn't mean it has to completely tear you down but being able to catch it you know and then be able to flip the switch manually you know by having that awareness is the important part we're trying to teach that's everything that we teach and so we look at the vagus nerve the vagus nerve is the 10th cranial nerve originating in the brainstem and traveling through the face, the neck, the lungs, the heart, the diaphragm, and the abdomen, including the spleen, the intestines, the colon, liver, and kidneys. It is the longest nerve, Mm -hmm. right? 
Vegas is Latin for wanderer, and it's an appropriate name for the longest cranial nerve in the body. The vagus nerve is the connector to optimal health in higher states. It is connected to mood, immune response, digestion, and heart rate. The vagus nerve acts as a superhighway, connecting the body to the mind and activating the wellness system. This is the system to heal, repair, and bring the body back into stasis. Unfortunately, as I said earlier, modern medicine fails to understand the vagus nerve's impact on bodily functions. For patients who suffer Crohn's disease, rheumatoid arthritis, IBS, ulcers, depression, anxiety, and heart disease, they are treated in a reactive approach to medicine by reacting to the symptoms versus the cause of the issue. The cause of the issue, the patient is stuck in the alarm system red zone and the vagus nerve has gotten damaged or it cannot be connected. So stress mastery from the diet and exercise to creating awareness, thus activating the vagus nerve by naming the ego, to using the let go technique to let go of old programs, which activates the stress network, to setting and closing the day with the green focus power hour, to meditation and living in alignment and harmony by finding the now. All of this is about one thing, people, activating the vagus nerve. There it is. That's stress mastery. I just went through the steps of stress mastery. It's got one single purpose. Activate the vagus nerve. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think the process, especially when you said like people with Crohn's and stuff like that, the the the, the junk that I had to reteach Vanessa from the doctors now, and it's it's crazy because you know the the amount of respect we have for the doctors, but the reactive side of it, and I think that's because most people won't dive into the fact that she works on herself. She focuses on her diet. She gets movement and exercise. She, she focuses on sleep hygiene, all this. None of that was told her. They told her, try not to stress so much. And that's exactly. like, no shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no? and, and you get that, but the process behind it goes deeper. And then they understand some people, most people won't. So here's your medicine. Well, here it is. So the doctor who's supposed to be the one that's the authority on getting the body healthy, right? And they're not. They tell you, stop stressing. Yet, understand, the human being cannot stop conflict or stress. This activates the body on a switch, supporting mobilization for action. This is a sympathetic nervous system. That's the on switch of the body. Well, the body's off switch is what supports awareness and relaxation. This is the parasympathetic nervous system. This is the recuperation system. This is homeostasis. This optimizes the internal organs, health, growth, and restoration. So the on switch of the body is to mobilize. It's stress. It's it's to take action. It's fight or flight. The off switch of the body is to relax. And you can see if we're always on or we're always tired and we're always stimulating the body and we're always pushing the body and we're always tired, uh, you never put the off switch on. The body is consistently stressed out. And when it's consistently stressed out, eventually you're going to lose communication and the vagus nerve is going to weaken and you'll lose connection. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I always use the, 
the car references, but you know, it's, it's perfectly fine to step on the car every once in a while. And that's what we do with the gym or any extreme sports and stuff like that. You, you, you're redlining your body and then it comes off. People are redlining their bodies, sitting in traffic, going home, cooking, right. working, sleeping. Most Watching people don't TV. sleep because well they just don't yeah. shut off. And I think that's the part that people don't understand. If you have a damaged vagus nerve, this is going to cause you to become diseased in the body and mind. Our body is built for survival, and it's the vagus nerve that attempts to keep our autonomic nervous system in check. It's actually the vagus nerve that gives you that gut feeling about something bad or unhealthy or this might be a dangerous idea. So by consciously strengthening our vagus nerve, we are aiding our body and mind to the higher connection. Mm -hmm. So how do you know the condition of your vagus nerve? Well, subjectively, if you suffer gut issues and poor mental health and heart disease, sleep issues, chronic pain, there's a good chance your vagus nerve response is weakened. It's just, just saying, right? But an objective measurement of the vagus nerve and health is measuring your HRV. Heart rate variability is one of the ways you can measure your vagal tone. This is a great indicator of overall health and the ability to heal. I recommend everybody measure their HRV. Get the aura ring, get the whoop bracelet. I'm not saying one or the other, but learn to measure. Because by measuring your HRV and then making adjustments in your lifestyle for like the steps of optimal health, which are one is sleep, two is hydration, three is the mind and state, four is diet, and five is exercise, you can actually, by looking at your HRV, don't judge it, but when you make an adjustment, you can begin to objectively see and experience the vagus nerve in action. So if you change something in your sleep and your HRV goes up, guess what? That was a good thing. If you start drinking more water and you hydrate the body and you watch your HRV go up, guess what? That's a good thing. If you start setting the day and closing the day and you start working on your mind, you start doing some personal uh, development and your HRV goes up, that's a good thing. The diet. You and I play with the diet and HRV all the time because if you put this diet and all of a sudden your HRV drops, oh, wait a minute. What did I change in my lifestyle? Oh, I changed my diet. Well, let me play with that a little bit. And then exercise. Exercise if you're overtrained, your HRV is going to be in a tank because exercise is stress. But you can use this to objectively see and experience the vagus nerve. The HRV is powerful. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, HRV was something I didn't, to be honest, I didn't care about in the beginning um, until I realized that everything else is just a, a guess until I start measuring it. You know, and it comes down to, you know, there's like you said, deep-rooted things that, that, that it tells you what's going on in your body. But for me, I used it such in a simplistic way, and then I saw the significance that it had as I just – I tried every night moving my meal 30 minutes earlier to see where the results came. Now I found a sweet spot where I know if I eat anything past this, I'm asking for trouble That's what tomorrow. I'm talking about, And that's how Dave. simple it goes because yes. you don't have to make it difficult. And I thought yes. HRV, you hear heart rate variability and all the function it does is – it's actually simple. It's saying, what are you doing? Is it good for you? Are you recovering? <laughs> it's measuring your nervous system, yeah. right? Now, the research on HRV and the vagal response is quite interesting. 
We know stress lowers HRV. Do you realize when you tell a lie, even if you think this lie is for the better, right? Better not tell her I did this because I don't want her to know, right? Your HRV will drop. They did a bunch of research on this. Even the little white lie, your HRV will drop. That's how that's how powerful this measurement is. Now, people have habits that lower the HRV. Do you know one of the habits that lowers HRV is chewing gum? Research shows that chewing gum creates a stress response and decreases vagal tone. This thus lowers the HRV. Yet on the other hand, they've shown that if you spend time playing with a kitten or a puppy... The HRV goes up. They've done so much research on this. And what are they looking at? They're looking at how the body is responding. How is it responding to stress? The way David uses it, the way I use it is, if all of a sudden the HRV drops, most times I can pinpoint it. Oh, I didn't sleep very well, right? Or I didn't do this very well. Or, or sometimes I can't. And I have to say, okay, what is going on? Is there a conflict I need to take care of? Is there something I'm sitting with? Because once you do that and you can really measure this, it is a tell. It is an objective tell that something's going on. And, you know, something to raise your HRV, smiling more increases the HRV. So it's it's amazing. And I don't think we should be shocked for those that listen to this podcast and are in the Stress Mastery community. In Stress Mastery, we for one of the first things we teach you about are the Stress Mastery energies, Right. Red Zone Valley Energies lower HRV. Very simple. You're not connected to the vagus nerve. Green Zone Mountain Energies raise HRV. Very simple. You are connected head, heart, and hand in the vagus nerve. That's how simple, like you said, it doesn't have to be complicated. But if you really want to get healthy, you really want to start seeing things, it actually makes your health program because those five elements are those five elements of health. You're not changing them. It's sleep, hydration, mind, Diet and exercise in order. So if you're going to change one or two things, you're changing one thing and you can see a change in the HRV, even though you're not perfect yet, it's motivating. To me, I find that motivating. I get excited about it. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, HRV was the reason why I, I tell everybody now is, you know, it's the only way to truly do like an elimination diet or an elimination way to figure out what's good or what's bad for you. You know, I realize like it's simple, like you said, I keep it very simple because it needs to be simple. And and the under uh, understanding the deep stuff is great, but in the end of the day, it's what are you doing and what's the effect of it? What's the number? And, I, and I've looked at like red meat at night, screws me yeah. up. I know eating past 930 screws me up. I know the different temperatures in my room will screw me up, especially when I go to like a hotel room or something like that. The different environments, if the dog was between my legs or something. I know the smallest things that affect the day. If you're trying to set up, like trying to be a, a, you know, see into the future, set your day before. And then your, your fear next morning is you could almost predict it to the number once you have things so routine and set up. But until then, you're just doing the same thing over and over, hoping for the best. And sometimes HRV is very surprising. I, I have hit record numbers that I posted in the community when I'm getting ready for a competition. It's just, I'm just so connected, even though you would think, well, he's dieting, he's got to be half dead. Do you think the HRV would be low? Absolutely not. 
you know, because it really is the five elements. Just because I'm taking my body fat down low, my oxygen levels are high. And, and then it could be something like you said, we travel, you know, or, or, or I, for some reason, the Packers played like shit. My <laughs> HRV will drop every single time. Not this year anymore. Hey, they don't get to me anymore. You always said that one day when that would happen, you everything would start to shit. I became enlightened. But, <laughs> but it's interesting to watch that because all it's doing is giving you power. You've got to understand your health. You're a human being. Everybody's Every human being functions and operates the same. Your health is about the connection to the wellness network. It's the body's ability to recuperate each day. That's what the HRV is telling you. And when you can make changes, David did it just like I do it. We use it. It's a tool. So let's just talk about some ways we can strengthen the vagus nerve. There are some things you can do. One thing I do on a regular basis is called alternate nostril breathing. It's an exercise where you breathe in the right nostril while you're plugging the left. You hold it. You plug the right one. You let it come out of the left. You hold it. You breathe up the left. Hold that and come back out the right. That's one That's one round. And what it does is it's balancing the nervous system. When I, like, I'm, I have... I have a situ- I have an issue that my inner ear acts up and sometimes I have vertical and I've had vertical issues, right? This is the one thing I will do to start to calm that down and to rebalance it. So have you ever tried alternate nostril breathing? No. You try to watch your HRV. It's amazing. Especially, I, I like to do it. Usually I do it in the mornings. That's what I do in the mornings, right? But if I like have, if I'm just sitting watching TV and I just feel like a little tense, I'll do it because it rebalances and resets the nervous system. That's what mm-hmm. it's doing. And then, so that's one alternate. It's easy stuff. If you don't know how to do it, just Google it. Alternate nostril breathing. I'll show you how. It's simple. Two, Cold showers, cold compresses to the face and the neck. One of the best things you could do to close your day is take a cold shower. Automatically, it's going to switch the nervous system over. I know you take cold showers on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. but that's a simple way to activate the vagus nerve. Your thought on that? Yeah, that that's such an easy way that, like you know, and most of these seem to be so easy that I think if you just try it to see the result. Well, number three, one of our techniques in stress mastery is the slow down technique and become quiet. Well, the slow down technique is whispering the words, slow down, and then you pause. When you do that properly, you will literally feel the vagus nerve connect. You can feel it. You can feel it go in your body. You can feel it run down the back of your neck when it's connected. Simple technique. Again, simple. These are things that you can put throughout the day. Number four is, and that kind of goes with slow down, is a conscious, slow, and deep breath. You know, so when people are relieved, they're stressed out, and then something, they get relieved. What do they do? What's that doing? It's switching the nervous system out of the red zone into the green zone. Mm -hmm. So your thoughts on breathing. Yeah, you know, breathing to me is still one of those things that, like, I feel like I don't know how to do. And it's something really? I, I, I really, yeah, because, you know, really? and, and it started with the gym more than anything. You know, you think you hold your breath and you become stronger and you actually get weaker. You got to nope. learn to breathe no, through it. And, like, breathe, do all the, yes. and I, I realized that through the day where I'm waiting to talk to somebody and I'll stop breathing because I have that anticipation. I realized myself getting more intense. And I think that just happens to people normally. 
And that is something I've been focused and aware on because I've been doing it like this way for my entire life. And if you've been doing it for a long time, ever, you're normal. Well, you know why, right? So yeah. when, when somebody comes up to you, it's changing a situation. It actually creates a conflict, mm-hmm. right? And a conflict automatically turns on the red zone. Automatically, the stress network connects. You're not stopping that. That's what we mean. It's that pause, just a pause. And if you consciously start to create that practices of the pause, then that will connect the vagus nerve. You'll be shocked. But you actually have to create the skill and practice because it's not natural. Yeah, because because when I focus on it, like meditation and stuff, easy. But to me, that is important, but it's not as important as the other, you know, 22, 23 hours of a day that I'm not trying to focus on it. And I realize that most people are the same way as me. Yeah. Almost everybody is. Well, I would say everybody is because yeah. they don't realize it, right? So number five I have is your optimal diet. Number six is your optimal exercise. And the reason we say optimal is you really need to know your stress responder because if you're eating against the way your physiology processes foods, you're going to have a low HRV, even if you think it's healthy. It's just because the body will not function properly. You know, and exercise, if you overexercise, it's worse than not exercising. You know, it really is because you're just increasing the stress on your body. You've got to really, that's why monitoring your heart rate. Look Again, the HRV will tell you the story, right? It's, it's, it's sometimes it's common sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds crazy. You know, if you're really sore, um, I like getting sore. It's very rare I get sore though. I get excited because I've never get, I've always recuperated by the next day. But if you're sore for three days, uh, okay, you're probably going to have a low HRV. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? so, yeah. I, I, I've become. Uh, I, I know what my lowest day of the week is going to be based off my exercises, and that's where I adjust food, sleep, and rest based yeah, off yeah. of that. So it's like when people are like, "Oh, my HRV was low," and they get all frustrated. I know why. You may get frustrated if you don't know why, but right. it's almost on. It's a clockwork schedule for me, and I know it's going to be a. It's a very high rest day. Yeah, foods are built for recovery, and I'm going to actually listen to my body instead I, of most people fighting. Yeah, cheat night, low HIV. <laughs> yeah, every single time. I, I know it's going to be low. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's. I know it is. Leg day. That's when I have my cheat. That's what my. Yeah. Yeah. So leg day. I know the next day it's going to be low, yeah. but also I know, just like you said. I know what that day is going to consist of so the body can repair itself, mm-hmm. right? That is having such awareness. Now, getting ready for competition is different, right? Training is different. It's all different. Um, but uh, my HRV doesn't drop when I'm getting ready for a show. And I, I, I thought it would. You know, you think it would, but I've showed you it doesn't. And that's why I do believe because I'm outside walking more. And this is what I have here is connect to a- nature is number seven and sunlight. I get more sun. I know that sun makes a difference. It has to make a difference mm-hmm. in, in that, you know, the nature and the sunlight. And I like the ground. I like to walk, like I walk the dog barefooted, the ground and stuff. All of that stimulates vagal tone, the vagus nerve. It strengthens it. Right. So what are your thoughts on that? Nature, sunlight, things like that. Yeah. You know, the, the interesting, I, I love being out in nature. Like my, my mom says all the time, I could be a nature boy living in the woods if I could. And, you know, with my day being busy, I like being able to walk the dogs and stuff. But I've also started to realize, and me and you had the conversation that when I cuddle and hang out with my dogs, 
That is nature. They are connected to the floor. They are magnets soaking up everything you want to soak up. (laughs) Number eight, connect to the animals. Yeah, that is to me nature and it's a combination. No, it's number eight. If you don't have animals, you know, then connecting out in nature, you know, and then now, especially like the weather changed slightly for it, taking the dogs out more, they're they're tired of me because I'm taking them out so much. With the way the the third wave and the new connection society is building and everything, this information society, right? It's so fast, so much stress. I think everybody should have a pet. It sounds crazy because a pet alone... What about Brett? Brett's got his cat. <laughs> Brett loves his cat, bro. He loves that cat. You ever see it with the cat? It's funny, but it works. It really, these are things that, again, if we're looking for our health, because we're not going to change the way the body functions and operates. You're just not. Uh, the way we work on a deep, deep DNA cellular level was set over a 200,000 year period. It's not changing just because the world is changing. It's just not, right? So pets. And then I have... Nine, I have meditation and deep prayer, which we talk about. It's part of Green Focus Power Hour. It's, I mean, that's just, I think people understand it. Number 10, to finish it, I have some body work. Uh, tapping, which I do every day. Uh, massage, things like that. Uh, those, those are huge aspects of, of getting that vagus nerve. It strengthens it. It's strengthening the vagal tone. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And that, and then finally, I, I say, if you really want to strengthen the vagus nerve, you got to understand it's the green zone. So if it's the green zone, you have to connect to the creation mind. So if you understand the creation mind, what's the powers of the creation mind? Heart, gratitude, forgiveness, connecting to your purpose, all of that is what activates the vagus nerve. And you do it consciously, be in gratitude. Uh, be, so one of the things in, in Green Focus Power Hour, I always end the day and close the day part of it is forgiveness and gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. I, and I start my day in gratitude. And the last one I would say is smile. If smiling raises the HRV, sit there. If you're watching TV with a stupid smile on your face, who's going to know? Smile. <laughs> the body will, believe it or not, it connects. So that's what I've got, Dave. What are your thoughts on, on this higher? Uh, we talked today about creating that higher connection of the body. Yeah, I, I, I could remember the first time you introduced this to me, like five, maybe six years ago at this point. And it was something that stuck because I started doing you know my own like research to it and seeing how simple it is. The changing your toothpaste and certain ingredients that you have make a massive difference. And the one thing that I've added every single morning now is I wake up and I start drinking water, right? That's my yeah, first huge. thing. And I take that cup of water and I gargle that water in the shower. And I gargle and gargle until I almost like I'm comfortable and spit it out. And they said that it's good for it. But the feeling that you get after that air, that oxygen that comes to amazing. And it's a simple thing. You tell yep. me you can't gargle water and that's, you know, the same it thing. Stimulates, do you know, like I didn't put in here, like, you know, chanting stimulates it. Yeah. Humming yeah, stimulates it. Itself, humming yeah. it. Yes. All that stuff stimulates the vagus nerve. I, I, I could have listed 25 things, you know. Yeah. And the, but, the other one that, I, that I've added, because I've now I, I, I don't tell people the reason for this, but I understand how important that is, is prebiotics, probiotics, especially yeah. when you become an athlete and you start eating foods that may not have that in there, 
you think you can be as healthy as you want until your gut isn't connected. And then you realize you're not health at all. And the fact that it increases that, that the vagus nerve just is that much better. So take a look at your diet and then most people can use it regardless. And I think those are the simple ways that you, you don't have to drink some water to, to focus on it. You know, you, you drink some water, you, you close one nostril, you gargle some water, yeah, you change your toothpaste. It's, this is one of the, shower, it's the easiest thing that you can do that will make such a big impact. Absolutely. And especially if you're monitoring it to see what happens the next day, you'll be shocked yes. how simple the things that you do the night before will have the biggest impact on the day after. You want to have a good day tomorrow, have a good night today. Always, always. It's what sets, you know, so the, the new wearables out there, there's so much technology that you can use. You just got to open up your mind and stop thinking a doctor is going to heal you. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the big issues. Unless you have Dr. Brian and a doctor that focuses on the wellness and, and healing, you're not getting healed by the doctor because it's not their job. I know it sounds crazy. It just isn't, you know, it just isn't. They don't look at that wellness network. They don't look at the hormones. They don't look at, they're going to look at certain parameters and they're going to treat you off those parameters. That's not, that's not wellness. You know, that's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. You can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. The links are right below the show notes. As always, until next time, stay inspired.